I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Right now he covers the NBA for ESPN. It's Tim Bontemps making the big interview. Award-winning writers, athletes, coaches, the biggest names in sports. It's the Gary Parish Show Big Interview on 92.9 FM ESPN. Tim, it's GP. I always appreciate your time. We are now eight days into this NBA season. It's been fun so far. The Grizzlies shorthanded without Jaron Jackson Jr., but still off to a 3-1 and one start coming off for a victory, a double-digit win uh, against the Brooklyn Nets. Just uh, let's get started with your initial impressions of the Grizzlies so far this season. I mean, so far, GP, I think it's been, as you said, a really good start for the Grizz. You know, with no Jaron to be able to get off to this kind of start, uh, to be able to play this well right off the gate is a really good sign. Um, you know, losing Kyle Anderson in the offseason with, with Jaron going down, there definitely were, you know, trading away DeAnthony Melton to the Sixers, another nice nice young player. Um, there definitely were people around the league who were skeptical that the Grizz would be able to um, repeat the obviously incredible success they had last season, especially in what is – a very deep and difficult Western Conference. But to get off to this kind of start, uh, to be able to put up the kind of numbers they did against, you know, albeit a very awful defensive team in the Nets uh, the other night, I mean, certainly it's been everything that the Grizz would have hoped for to start the year. And, and Ja remains the most electrifying player in the league. So, you know, every time he's on the court, uh, he's made it clear that you need to tune in and watch. I saw you on TV yesterday describe him that way and add that, in your opinion, it is inarguable that he is the most exciting player in in the NBA. LeBron, still a bigger star. Steph Curry, still a bigger star. But have we reached the point, you think, where, you know, John Morant is the uh, one of the players, if not the player, people want to watch on television? Yeah, I mean, I called him uh, on this just yesterday. Uh, GP, the most electrifying player in the league, and I do think that's inarguable at this point. And Max's question originally, Max Kellerman, was, can Ja be the best player in the league? And I, I think it's probably unlikely that he will be the best player in the NBA. Just, you know, he's not a great defensive player. He's not the same size as a guy like Luka or a guy like Giannis. Um, you know, there, he's obviously had the injury questions. But to your point, every time the Grizzlies are on, it's very hard for me not to just sit and watch the Grizzlies and not change the channel. And the reason why is because at any point in the game, this guy could be jumping over the backboard to dunk the ball as a six two, you know, live wire of a player, right? I mean, he just does stuff every game. And I, it's funny, and they were playing the Nets the other day. I mean, I remember tuning in for either his first home game or one of his first couple games when he blocked Kyrie Irving at the buzzer to force overtime in that game. And, like, he... Just from the very beginning 
of his time in the league, he just constantly does stuff that makes you catch your breath as you're watching him play. And, um, you know, hopefully he's on the court playing for a long time because I have, there are, he's on the short list of guys already that I, I enjoy watching uh, over my time watching the NBA um, over everybody else. Talking to Tim Bontemps, covers the NBA for ESPN. He's on Twitter, at Tim Bontemps. Uh, interesting night in the league last night. Big game, Suns 134, Warriors 105. Clay Thompson gets uh, removed from the game, ejected for the first time in his career, clearly frustrated. It looked like, and I'm watching from a distance, obviously, but he was struggling, and he's been struggling this season. He's getting cooked by Book. Book was talking to him a little bit, and he just sort of, uh, you know, lost his mind for a minute, a bit of frustration. What did you make of that scene? I mean, I thought, I think you summed it up pretty well. I mean, my man Marcus Thompson with The Athletic wrote a nice piece. He was down in Phoenix. I was reading it this morning. And, um, you know, Clay is a really proud and and competitive guy, right? I mean, everybody, you know, thinks about, like, Boat Clay and, you know, all these other, like, sort of meme things that come up with Clay Thompson. But he is a uh, rock-solid competitor and just a really – uh, intense guy on the court. And like you said, he was over five from three in the game, shot one for eight from the field. He's gotten off to a slow start, not for the first time in his career. Clay is sort of a notorious slow starter, but you know, remember this guy missed you know, two and a half years of his life. He spent rehabbing first a torn ACL and then a torn Achilles. And he just, you know, he spent a long time getting back on the court and he might not be quite the same player that he was pre-injuries, but he's still a really smart guy. He's still a lights-out shooter. He still is, you know, a big, strong, physical defender on the wing. Um, and, and he's a proudly competitive guy. And, you know, it, it, certainly he and Book have gone at it before in a competitive sense. And, you know, Clay, you know, it, there, when Clay was walking off point to his hand, it was pretty clear what the message was, which was, we have four rings and you guys don't. And, uh you know, there's also history there with Chris Paul, obviously going back to the Clipper days. So, um, you know, that was the series we all thought we were going to see last year. Um, you know, once Golden State was able to get by Memphis, I certainly thought the Suns were going to wrap up that series with Dallas. They did not. Um, and, you know, certainly going forward here, I, I would be quite happy to see a Suns-Warriors series sometime in the playoffs to see those teams go at it. And I, I suspect that by then, Clay Thompson will be shooting a little better than he is right now. Um, elsewhere in the West, Minnesota off to a two and two start, and only bring them up because they had an interesting post game press conference uh, two nights ago, where Anthony Edwards acknowledged yeah. he was bad uh, once again on a second night of a back to back, and and said he's got to figure out how to be better in those spots. Carl Anthony Towns was subsequently asked about it if he could do something to help Anthony Edwards in in those moments, and he said maybe I could help him with his diet a little bit. I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, I know you guys love it and think it's funny when he talks about eating Popeyes all the time, but it's not funny to me. We are high-level athletes. We should treat our bodies um, accordingly. Um, are you concerned at all about those comments and you know just the uneven start in, in, in Minnesota? Because they gave up a lot to put themselves in this position, and it's very early, but it seems to be a bit rocky. Yeah, I mean, they don't even start, no, right? I mean, it's obviously, uh, you know, Carl Towns missed basically the entire preseason. He had an illness and was in the hospital for a few days, lost a bunch of weight. They basically didn't play together. And they're trying to integrate, you know, Rudy Gobert into this new team. They completely re-overhauled most of the team, right? So that, that's going to take some time. I mean, these comments from Carl were weird. I mean, that was sort of a weird 
that was sort of a weird move to, to make to, to try to, you know, call the guy out like that um, from the podium. But not the first time Carl's made an odd comment at the podium. And, you know, look, I, I think ultimately they're going to be a very good team. Um, I like to remind people all the time, back in 2013-14 at the, the, the start of the process in Philadelphia, the Sixers went 3-0 and with Michael Carter-Williams at point guard, including beating the Heatles uh, in Miami. And they went on to finish 19 at 63. So uh, the, the first seven, eight days of the season, well, everybody's ready to jump on things that are happening and make quick pronouncements about, you know, all oh, this, this week means this is going to happen or that's going to happen with these different teams. Uh, more often than not, the NBA is a really long season, and this is just a blip uh, on that long road to the end of the regular season in April. So I, I suspect Minnesota's going to be fine, but certainly from a chemistry standpoint with, you know, some mercurial personalities there that will be something to keep an eye on for sure. Doubleheader on ESPN tonight, 630 Central, Nets at Bucks. It is Brooklyn's fourth game of the season. The Nets are one and two with a loss to the Grizzlies uh, to start. Um, ben Simmons has been a story because he has been non-existent. Tim, I said this yesterday. You know, I'm, I'm watching the Grizzlies and Nets a couple of nights ago, and I just had this moment where I sort of looked up in the second quarter, and I was like, I haven't even thought of Ben Simmons one time. I haven't even noticed him in this game. He missed all of last season. I suppose rust is a, an obvious thing that he would have to deal with. But what have you seen from Ben Simmons through three games this season? I mean, he looks like the same guy who was playing at the end of the conference semifinals against the, Six, against the Hawks in 2021, right? I mean, that's what he looks like. He looks like a guy that is afraid to shoot. He looks like a guy that doesn't really want to have the ball. Um, you know, obviously he can be a imposing force on the defensive end, but he needs to be uh, much more of a factor at the other end of the court. And look, I mean, the Nets in general, like, you know, I, I just think of the old Danny Green uh, press conference, you know, the, with the whole crown of thing, and this is who we thought they were, right? Like, the Nets have no defensive talent. They have no size. They have no real way to guard the other team. And, you know, yeah, Ben Simmons can do that, can guard somebody. And Royce O'Neal is a, as a half decent wing defender, but they don't really have anything else beyond that. And so, you know, look, the Ben Simmons thing is a problem. Obviously he needs to play better. I suspect he will play better again, sort of like Clay Thompson, whether it was obviously a different situation last year, but he hasn't really played basketball in a year and a half. I expect him to get better as things go on here, but ultimately I just don't think the Nets are that good. And, you know, the other night, it's not a coincidence that um, they were in the first regular regulation game to have two players on each team and four players total score 35 points each in a game, right? Like Kyrie and KD are going to put up a ton of points, and they're also going to give up a ton of points every night. And I thought the way that Grizzlies game played out is sort of emblematic of what the Nets are going to look like uh, against the better competition in the league, regardless of whether Ben Simmons gets back to his prior form or not. This team just is not very good and deep outside of those top two or three guys. Wrapping up here with Tim Bontips from ESPN. Last thing before I let you go, the second part of the doubleheader tonight, Lakers Nuggets in Ball Arena, 9 o'clock tip on ESPN. Um, the Lakers are 0-3, and I don't think many people, if anybody, believe this Russell Westbrook thing would go well this season, 
but it's going even more poorly than most anticipated. He's averaging a career-low 10 points per game, shooting a career-low 28.9% from the field, career-low 8.3% from three. Our buddy Chris Mannix at Sports Illustrated had a column this morning that more or less said they've got to do something, and they've got to do something now. You you can't wait uh, 20 games into the season, which is among the things Woj has reported they would like to do because you're digging too big uh, of a hole. Um, it's time to just do a deal with the Pacers, get uh, Miles Turner, get Buddy Hield, and get on with it. Uh, what are your thoughts on what's happening with, with LeBron James' franchise right now? Well, no, no offense to Mannix. I, I think that would be an insane decision to, <laughs> to make that trade. I think – now, what they should do is send Russell Westbrook home, GP. That, that is what they should do. Like he, I, uh, What I don't really understand in all the things that the Lakers have been doing is how they have been seemingly kowtowing to Russell Westbrook in this scenario. Russell Westbrook is not worth the effort that they are putting in at this point. Um, if he's on a team that's trying to win 35 or 40 games, maybe he can come in and give you some production and, and sort of be able to do sort of what he did with the Wizards a couple of years ago, right? When they wanted to make the playoffs and he helped them make the playoffs and they built the team all around him. But if you don't have the team built all around Russell Westbrook, he's an abject disaster on the court. He can't shoot. He doesn't guard. Uh, it, it's just, it's a complete mockery of what a winning team is trying to do. And look, the Lakers are second in the league in defense right now. Uh, I, they're not going to be a good team, whether they said Russell Westbrook home or not. Um, they don't have the ability to be a real contender in the Western Conference. I mean, look at the team in your town. Memphis is so much better than the Lakers. Dallas, so much better. New Orleans, so much better. Denver, so much better. These teams are all just significantly better than this Lakers team. But if they don't have Russell Westbrook out there and they're guarding and grinding out wins, they could be an okay team. Um, But the way this is going right now, this is just a a complete disaster. And I, I think to go back to the point about the trade, the Indiana trade that's talked about a lot, before the season, Rob Polinka gave an interview, and people focused on the first thing that he said, which was that you know when LeBron committed to sign this extension with the Lakers, it meant that we had an obligation to try to build a championship team around him and to move these two draft picks they have to make moves to try to win now. The thing that was ignored was the second part of what Polinka said, which was, but those moves have to be moves, I'm paraphrasing, but those moves have to be moves that put us into championship contention. No disrespect to Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, who would be the two best shooters on the Lakers by a country mile, it would make them a clearly better team. The Lakers are not a championship-caliber team with Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Buddy Heald, and Miles Turner and a bunch of steps. Like, they're just not – they're nowhere near the quality of these other teams in the Western Conference. So, to me, the move is send Russell Westbrook home, try to be a defense-first team, sort of a worse version of the team pre-the Westbrook trade, grind through the season as best they can, and wait to see if, say, the Nets implode and Kyrie Irving is available in three months. Or, you know, the Bulls implode and maybe they could get one of their stars in three months. Or go to next summer and have Anthony Davis, LeBron James, in a max cap spot to go sign, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving or some other star for ages that becomes available. That, to me, is the path that if the Lakers take it, maybe they could put this team in championship contender contention sometime in the near future. But if they put all their assets in for Buddy Hill and Miles Turner, then they're just looking to be a seventh seed or a sixth seed, maybe, in the West. And for what their ultimate aspirations are, I just think that's a half measure. It doesn't make any sense, which all adds up to it's going to be a, a truly wonderful season for 
the many people around the league who and around the country who <laughs> like to see the Lakers lose. Yeah, there's been a lot of it lately. That's Tim Vontem from ESPN. Make sure you're reading him, ESPN.com, watching him on ESPN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.